Welcome back, Living the Good Life Show, live here from beautiful Prosper, Texas, where we're still heating up. I think we got another six weeks or so. I'm dying here of the heat. Speaking of heat, you know, obviously caused by the sun, and we're going to get into a little bit more of that skincare and how to take good care of yourself when you're outdoors and all that obviously goes into that, you know, as we are talking golf, what a beautiful time of the year right now, all over the country that is. But anyhow, we got a great guest. We had Dr. Owens on recently from Lockhart Matter Dermatology here in Prosper, Texas. And now we're even more blessed with Christine Cusera, physician associate. I mean, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, thank you. Thanks for having me. First of all, you have been doing, you've been involved in this expertise or this industry for a long time, right? What are we talking, over 20 plus years? Yes, I started my career in dermatology as a provider 28 years ago. Wow, that's that's great. Um, you know, first of all, I wanted to talk to you about a few things today, and I, I love talking about obviously protecting your skin and there's so many issues that come from that you're going to be outside um i also want to talk about psoriasis you've been really focused on that as well over the years first of all i guess for our listeners and for myself what is psoriasis Yes, so I have been what they call a key opinion leader and an expert in treatment of uh, psoriatic disease or psoriasis. And what that means is that I have had extensive training in it. Um, When I first started my career in dermatology, I actually started working in a psoriasis treatment center. So what psoriasis is, it's, it's a genetic inflammatory disease where your body has been programmed to overexpress and produce what we call inflammatory cytokines. These are cells that cause inflammation. And those cells migrate to your skin, and they cause you to have the, the patches of red with scale, and they itch, and they crack, and they bleed. Um, the most common areas we see it is on the scalp, elbows, knees, but you can have it anywhere and everywhere. Wow. Okay. Well, that's not fun. Uh, <laughs> oh man! All right. So, are we talking like anyone could deal with this? I mean, is this? A- I mean, talk about ages. Or can kids go through this? You can have psoriasis at any point in your life, and we don't really know what turns it on and turns it off. Um, it is very genetic. Certain triggers, like getting a sunburn or getting a strep throat really? or being oh. under stress, can actually trigger it to come on. And you can have it at any point in your life. The most common age to develop psoriasis is around 28 years old, but we've seen it in children as young as four. And we've seen it um, in the first occasion appearing in patients as old as 85 to 90 years old. So it can pop up at any time. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, You know, as you know, talk about, I guess, 
I feel like, you know, because I'm from Los Angeles, the weather's different than it is here in Dallas, Texas, or maybe even the entire state of Texas. Obviously, it's more humid here, which probably is better for your skin than being in a dry climate. But, you know, for our listeners, particularly here in DFW, let's just say, what are some of the common issues that people get, you know, related to maybe the outdoors and the sun and just their skin in general? So in general, when you live in a more humid climate like we do, it is a little better for your skin as far as keeping it moisturized. When you're in a dry climate, if you don't take the time to actually moisturize your skin and use a very thick moisturizer every day, your skin can uh, age a little faster. It can crack and um, certain things like that. However, if you live in a humid climate, you know, area like we do, some of the common things that you can get being outdoors, heat and sweat cause a lot of, a lot of things in your skin. Hmm. First of all, there's a condition called seborrheic dermatitis where um, some people will say that they've had dandruff all their life, but it's not really dandruff. What it is, is you've got these little uh, yeast uh, spores that live in your hair follicles And in a hot, humid climate, they can overgrow. And then it gives you these red patches that itch. It looks like dandruff. But some people can actually get it on their face and where they have facial hair and their mustache and beard. And men usually get it in their central chest. And uh, it's very difficult to treat when it's hot. The other thing you can get from sweating a lot and being outdoors is something we called folliculitis, where you almost get um, like little pimples all over your skin. They can be on your chest or your back, and um, the heat and sweat make that worse. And then, of course, just sun exposure. You know, if it's if it's hot, um, most of the time we have nice sunny days. Even though it's humid, people want to get outside and they want to, you know, do things outdoors. And another thing that can happen is if you sweat a lot, you can actually get um, some infections in like your armpits and in your folds. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, under your breast or under if you have a you know stomach or mm-hmm. in the folds of your groin. So uh, heat and humidity can cause a lot of crazy things. This might <laughs> this might be. Um... Let's. I'll just say, go out, come out and say it. I have a twelve-year-old boy, pretty big boy. I mean, he's like one seventy-five, one eighty, five-seven, um, and he's an athlete. And he's new to the area, so he sweats a lot more. In this humidity, um, but it, I find it that he's not the only one. There's a bunch of guys on his baseball team and and just at school who they call it chafing. Yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> Is this common and or is this something that I should be more, you know, I don't know, just cautious of or it is common. And a lot of times it is from heat and sweat Uh and you can get it in any fold where the skin is folded. It can be painful, too. It can be painful. Um, The problem is, is you have to keep it dry and it's very difficult to keep it dry. Um, taking a shower after you sweat very, very soon after helps, but using lots of, uh, things that will keep it dry, like powders, antifungal type powders. Uh, there's actually, uh, moisture wicking powders. Um, but the, the 
common goal is going to be to try to keep it as dry as possible, which here in the summertime is almost impossible. Have you guys, I mean, have you guys had uh, parents come with their kids and talk about chafing? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And, and our We're thing, not alone. No. And our thing is, you know, keep it dry. But how do you do that here yeah. when it's 100 degrees and the humidity is awful? Um, you know, growing up as a kid, especially in Los Angeles, unfortunately, you know, people in, on the West Coast, they all they're, you know, they're all about, you know, the way they look, uh, which maybe not as a bad thing to to an extent. But when I was growing up, there were kids who were on certain meds because they they uh, were breaking out and, 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 and acne or whatever it might be. And I think it was called like Accutane and some other things now. You know, I don't know where we are today with with medications or drugs, whatever it might be, to maybe help the cause of of, you know, skin irritation or whatever it might be. But just kind of maybe shed some light on that with for parents, especially who might have kids and they're breaking out in, in acne out here. Absolutely. And I actually love talking about this because. We have seen a paradigm shift in the way that we treat acne because we used to think that acne was a bacterial issue. And we know that that is not the case anymore. Acne is actually an inflammatory disease. What happens is you have either hormones or genetics, which make your oil glands overproduce oil. Then in turn, there's an inflammation that occurs um, inside the pore. There's a chemical reaction. There's an explosion. And then you get an acne bump. So we don't use a ton of antibiotics anymore to try to kill off bacteria. Because we were kind of seeing that that was causing problems anyway. You build up bacterial resistance. You Mm. can get people's stomach upset and things like that. Interesting. So shifting from using a lot of antibiotics, these days we use things aimed at anti-inflammatory. Keeping that inflammation out of the pore. Keeping that pore from flooding and exploding. Mm -hmm. So there's things that are actually... Um, developed specifically for that problem and to keep that from happening. And Accutane is actually one of them. A lot of people are afraid of Accutane because they've heard lots of bad press and negative issues with Accutane. But Accutane has actually been studied in the past five years multiple times, and it's not as bad as it seems. Accutane is really the only thing that not only controls the inflammation with acne, but it also controls the um, excess oil production. So it kind of hits hmm. it from all directions. It's still being used. Still being used. Okay. We use it a lot in our practice. Okay, good. And we see a ton of patients that have benefited from Accutane. And it's the closest thing we have to a cure for acne. Wow. Most people that take Accutane do perfectly fine with no side effects and about 90 percent of the time patients are done with acne and it doesn't right. recur so it's an amazing medication i mean i look at I, I get it i mean especially for uh younger or teens out there i mean it's a lot to break out and and peer pressure and all that i mean i get it it sucks it does it does and kids are mean and kids make fun of each other so um having acne is something that you really don't want to deal with because you have to deal with so many other things as a teen and it's not just on your face i mean you can find that right on the on your back you can get acne from head to toe it can be anywhere now you you mentioned that it's it's not really so much um i mean i'm just curious because like i've heard that it's maybe some things that you eat, uh, maybe you're allergic to, or your your body's not 
reacting the right way. I don't know if that's a myth or whatnot. Some people are kind of on the fence thinking about whether diet plays a lot yeah. um, or a big role in treating acne. What we have found is, of course, it's not the cause of acne. Okay. Um, but it so diet can certainly make a lot of skin diseases worse or better. Yeah. So what we say, there's a little bit of research that's been done on it. So if you see something or, or notice that there's a certain food that you eat and your skin gets worse, we say just avoid it. I have, uh, before we go to break, and this is great. I mean, we could talk to you forever, um, and this is some just great information. I want to remind everyone listening this morning, too, uh, LockheartMatterDermatology.com is the website. And you guys are located here in Prosper. Yes, we are. Texas, not too far from our studio here. Um, but again, go to the website, everyone, LockheartMatterDermatology.com. Um, last but not least, and I'm just curious, this is an interesting um, thing that I see, and I think that people really need to take better care of their skin, whether you're 12 years old or 50 years old. It really doesn't matter. Um, but what's your opinion on getting facials and just more treatment on your face. I mean, look, people get massages all the time. They have, you know, why not? But your skin is important. You got to take good care of your skin. So what's your opinion on, on that? Absolutely. Uh, you do have to take care of your skin. And of course, the most important thing is you need to wear sunscreen every single day. But going in and having certain treatments like facials, it can only benefit your skin as long as whoever's doing it is not using products that are too harsh. Okay. We don't want products that are like um, gritty that'll tear your skin. But if they're being gentle and they know what they're doing, it can only benefit your skin. Love it. Absolutely love it. I appreciate you joining us this morning. Again, for all of our listeners, you got to check out the website, LockheartMatterDermatology.com. Christine Cusera, uh, I can't recommend it enough. Um, you know, you got to take care of your skin. I felt really bad the other day. My son went to this party and... You know, he, he lathered up before he got to, went to this pool party, but he didn't put it back on. And I wasn't there to watch him. Comes home completely sunburned. And I'm, yes. hey, now you're going to deal with that. That's not yes. good, right, for your no, skin. It is not good. You should reapply sunscreen every two hours. Make sure you wear at least a 30 to 50 when you're out. Okay. And having a sunburn as a child yeah. increases your uh, risk of skin cancer oh. as an adult. Oh, geez. All right. I hate to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It's now, now, now you know. You know, and if you did know, well, I'm reminding you. Appreciate you joining us this morning. Yes, thank you so much. All right, more to come live right here from Prosper. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be the place where the.